delighted today to be chatting to Jane Pendlebury, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Hospitality Professionals Association. For those of you who don't know, HOSPA um, helps finance, revenue, IT, marketing and asset managers to network and to manage their careers. Good morning, Jane, and welcome. Good morning, Mary. Thank you very much for welcoming me on today. No, we're delighted to have you. And I know that an awful lot of people are going to be very interested because throughout um, lockdown, back office um, have been working full time pretty much. And, who, and that makes up the core of your uh, membership. So how's, how have they been? How have they been managing? Well, I, I would. I, I don't want to underestimate anything. It's been a hard time, I think, for everybody in the industry. Um, and so, yes, those finance people have been very busy working away, getting their um, cash flow. Cash flow is king, um, sorted as far as they can, and um, ensuring that they can. Uh, keep their staff on and make revenue, generate revenue wherever they can and as soon as they can. But it's been a busy time. It really, really has. I mean, looking at the, the fact that the, the sector has reopened now, and as you mentioned, finance and revenue has been hit hard. What are your members saying about their reopening and how it's gone so far? It so depends on, on really so many different factors, um, not least how they were doing before the pandemic. Um, those that were struggling before are continuing to struggle. Those that were better placed are obviously still in a, in a better place. Um, but there's lots of other variables where they're located. Um, coastal properties are doing a lot better than city centres. Um, the size of the venue has a big impact as well because some of the smaller venues just can't cope with the limited number through the social distancing regulations. Um, it also depends if they were able to be entrepreneurial during the lockdown period, if they were able to generate some cash through takeaways or, or whatever else, or housing key workers. Uh, all of this is sort of impacting how they're going on their reopening. And of course, not all the businesses have reopened at all. Um, there's lots that aren't planning on reopening until uh, autumn and some even next year. So there's no single answer as to what they're saying about their reopening, but it's it's a mixed bag. Some some are some are doing really well, some are not doing so well. Do you think um, overall your members are optimistic about the future of the sector? I think it's a very optimistic, positive thinking sector anyway, just by virtue of the fact that we're in hospitality. Um, but again, it, it does depend on, on where they are and what their business mix are. A, a hotel with meetings and events at the core is really going to struggle. And if they're relying on international business travelers as well, they're going to struggle. Um, and as I, as I said, no one's had a good time of it financially. Um, even those that have maintained some um, income during lockdown, it's still, it's still been really hard for them. But as more and more opens and the attractions are open, museums are open, and when um, theatres open, spas, I think some of the spas have recently just opened, there's more and more light at the, at the end of the tunnel for them. Um, and those that have made it this far, made it to reopening, hopefully are, are well placed to, to really start that road to recovery now. Um, and loyalty is going to be key. I think those who've got their regular regular customers, regular guests, um, will will really reap the benefits of that, hopefully. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And you're right. And one of the things we've been looking at and, and thinking about a lot is the sustainability of the sector. 
Um, we've heard an awful lot about businesses that won't be reopening, which is devastating for the industry and also for their, you know, their employees. Um, what actions have your hospital members been taking to ensure their sustainability? Have you got any examples of, of I mean, we know, we've heard about businesses pivoting, but anything else? Um, well, all costs are under the spotlight, absolutely everything. Um, and as, a, as I mentioned, cash flow is, is king. Um, without the cash to pay the staff, then you can't reopen. Um, so it costs costs and, and managing that is, is absolutely crucial to success. But those that do survive will come out stronger. Um, and yeah, they've just got to, to mitigate all the factors that will, will Put any, put any obstacles in their way. Um, so it's just a question of keeping their eyes on the cost, looking forward and keeping staff motivated. I think that's, that's as key as anything. There's, it's been a really hard time for staffing in the industry and so many have, have luckily been able to um, take the furlough option, which has been a lifesaver to so many. But um, that, that bringing those people back into work and whether they want to come back to work is is a tricky one as well. Uh, so yeah, a lot to to look at in the long term as well. But those costs are 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 key to getting it right. You mentioned furlough. Then we've got two more months before the scheme ends. Um, impact on your members. What, yes. what kind of messages are you getting from them? Well, um, the furlough scheme has been widely, widely used um, at differing levels. Some have topped up to full pay, which, is, which has been amazing and, and lucky them that they were in a position to, to do that. Others have been on, on the just relying totally on the government funding. Um, some are now bringing them back off furlough, and but I, I do fear redundancies. Um, I think that, you know, we would be rather daft to assume there aren't going to be a lot of redundancies, not least because those costs are, are being kept under close scrutiny. Um, and the guests aren't going to flood back in quite the same volumes um, as, as needed to make up for all the lost revenue time. So even those that are being successful now, the, the coastal resorts and those sorts of properties that are really making hay while the sun shines, um, have lost so much time of, of their busy season through through lockdown. So they've got a lot of time, to, a lot of lot of cash to make up, and not a lot of time to do it. Do you? See October the first as being a very very significant date. Do you think there's going to, the end of the furlough in its present form is going to have a very dynamic impact on the the sector? Sadly, I, I think so. Uh, again, depending on the venue, depends on what their revenue levels will be by October. Again, going back to the meetings and events properties, they won't be at the stage of anywhere near the revenues that they would have been experiencing, experiencing in October 2019. So there are going to be a lot of job losses, sadly. But it's, I think, crucial to, to really think those job losses through, which of course they will be, but there are certain roles that are still key, um, sales and marketing, um, revenue management, things like that, they, they, they might seem obvious ones to cut, but actually they're probably some of the last that, that should, be, should be cut as well. So um, yeah, it's going, to be, it's going to be a significant time as people um, go into, into redundancy consultancy. Yeah, it's something, it's just very frightening. And I, I mean, you look at that and you think, okay, 
people are coming back to work with the threat of redundancy hanging over them potentially. What have your members been doing to build confidence and resilience within their teams? Yes, that's that's a, a good one, and I think a reflection of of the better employers have got more loyal teams. Um, so communication, as ever with staff, has been has been key. And I know that some <clears throat> properties have done amazing things through weekly, daily Zoom calls, Facebook groups, all sorts of different things just to keep that staff morale going while they're off work. And although if you are completely furloughed, you're not um, allowed to do any any work that's going to generate any um, commercial benefit to the business, that's not to say that they can't do any training or any thinking or any planning in their head. Um, and I think, again, the, the good managers out there have been spreading that word down through through the ranks and trying to get them to sort of be thinking about things, maybe looking at things differently, how things can be done more effectively. Um, but keeping that team spirit, I think, is, is going to be or has been the key to success. Um, and that will be rewarded as, as the workers come back to work because they'll want to be there. They'll understand the business, how it needs to, to thrive. Um, so hopefully those that have been looking after their staff during the furlough and the lockdown per period will probably fare better than those that haven't paid so much attention. Yeah, I mean, something that I've just thought of while we were chatting then is with regard to the future and what happens when we hit, you know, when furlough, the situation regarding furlough changes, do you think we're going to see a shift in the pay dynamics of um, the pay scales, etc.? Because we are going, the marketplace is going to change. And we had an example last week with over a thousand applicants for one receptionist's job. Do you think there is going to be a change in, in the way people are re remunerated? I don't think there was a lot of room to move anyway, actually. I think uh, the, the minimum wage was, was quite prevalent in hotels before that. And yes, that will be that will be a problem with lots of applications for the same positions. Um, I think multi-skilling. As a receptionist has got to has got to be aware that their role obviously is primarily to greet the guests and look after the guests, but they mustn't shy away from doing other roles as well. So long as the employer isn't taking advantage of them, um, I think multi-skilling and flexibility and and the willingness to look at the big picture and to understand the whole business will will be will be a, a, advantageous to anybody, however junior or senior they are in the organisation. So to looking at resilience and confidence, it's it, going back to that for a moment. It's about um, also being flexible, adaptable and agile, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, yeah, the, uh, the, the employees that want to, want to see the business success that are charming, that are working hard, will be the ones who um, are sustained through through the redundancy process as well. Fantastic. What advice would you give to the sector as we move hopefully into a possibly a more settled time over the rest of the summer? Yeah, well, keep your eye on the ball. Keep keep teams motivated, keep them informed, keep those communication lines open. Um, 
keep your eye on on the costs. Um, I know I've said that a couple of times, but it's it's absolutely vital that they continue to keep their eye on the costs without making any rash decisions that are going to have long term negative effects on on staffing. So um, they, those people that hopefully will help generate business, they are key, even if there doesn't seem to be much demand at the moment. Any demand that there is needs to be grasped with both hands um, and keep keep confident or be confident the demand I truly believe the demand for hospitality will come back um, and I don't know whether this is wishful thinking on on my part but I I do feel that there's a, a greater understanding of of the hospitality sector now from the general public um, they're not taking it for granted so much that they can just grab a coffee or can't be bothered to cook go out for dinner um, to, to many it's a real relief to have access to hotels restaurants pubs any any hospitality environment um, and long may that continue um, but but keep the faith keep the confidence and keep keep doing it to the best of your ability there's a sector out there that each person does things differently there's a five-star sector there's a there's a lower sector but so long as it's being addressed and it's being addressed professionally then then we should see success thank you that was a fantastic point point to finish on enjoy the rest of your day and thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me today jane thank you so much mary good to talk to you thanks for your time bye bye bye